Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We ain't shit for making that a joke. You were fucking with. You were fucking with. I listen to to that part over and over again. You were fucking (laughs) with. A clown. I am back. What it do, baby? <laughs> you a witch. Hey, you a fucking look witch. At us. Look, look at, at us. us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an evil world we live in. Fuck boy founder, bro. Yeah, man. Hoes don't get cold. <laughs> so you finna be a hoe? I'm thinking about it. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I probably am. Just fuck it. I'm emotionally damaged enough to fuck up somebody else's <laughs> life. <laughs> it was like a slow progression, and then it was like, nah, I think I'm just gonna go with this shit. <laughs> I am, I am the person I've been speaking against for the last couple years. Mm. Embrace the fuckboyness. Hmm. <laughs> I still don't think I can do it. I can't. I would really be trying, but I really have to like. That would really cause me to fight who I am, and I just can't. It's, I can't. I've been having that inner struggle also, but I'm embrace the dark side, bro. I'm a one man kind of woman. I just can't. I don't know. Somebody has to teach. Like you have to coach me into <laughs> into wholeness. I don't know how to do it. I can't. I she just, belongs to the streets. <laughs> I'm too emotional. I'm too emotional. So let me let me know how that goes for you. Give me some pointers, I guess. I'm gonna write it for you. <laughs> right. Do some uh beta testing. Yeah, write write up a, a game plan. Hey, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> Come to the streets, bro. <laughs> Shit, why not? <laughs> Somebody was like, what the fuck happened to juice? <laughs> Dark days, bro. Juice had an awakening of some sort. Bro, man, this future shit, bro. <laughs> you fuck around and listen to too much future, that shit get and then you be uh <laughs> Throwaway is the most it's the most fucked up song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. Because this nigga is dead serious. I hope he fuck you in paradise. <laughs> Future needs therapy of all sorts. Bruh. Yeah, definitely. But these hoes out here winning, bro. 
Like, this nigga is still knocking up women. <laughs> what? Hoes have cold hearts, but they don't get cold. Okay, so that was definitely on my number one list. I'm going to embrace my inner future. <laughs> I am slowly becoming a fuckboy. See, I don't have no inner future. Maybe that's it. I, I think we all have an inner future. It's just it's how much we suppress it. Because... Hmm. I don't know. I've tried. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking around, but it's a it's a sliver of uh, reality in it to be like I kind of don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go out intentionally and fuck over somebody, but I kind of it is what it is, bro. I belong to the suburbs. <laughs> this it it'll be a learning experience if nothing else. I, like I really start thinking about it because I like, like I'm about to have time, really, so I can actually date and shit. And yeah, niggas gonna be out here with like real off days, right? <laughs> so like I'm gonna be bored as fuck. I also realized I was bored as fuck the other day because you were busy as hell, and I'm just thinking of crazy shit. Texting you, you did you text me back like hours later? Oh yeah, that was the day I was at work yeah. all day. But like I was like. I'm going to have way more time like this. <laughs> so I really need to, I don't know. So I started yeah, shooting. I, I felt bad. I was like, damn. Like, cause I was reading them when I could, but I wasn't able to respond immediately. So then like, it'd be a whole day later. I'm like, damn, my bad. Like I was supposed to say some shit, but no, nah, no, nah, it was cool. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's why I wrote tons of notes. <laughs> cause I, I was like, let me just quit blowing her up. <laughs> so, okay, what do you want to start with? Uh, should we go ahead and talk about Kamala? Yeah, okay. So, we recorded twice last week and then still somehow. Couldn't get, we just, I don't know. We was in our feelings a little bit. Yeah, woo, bro. A lot of bit. <laughs> Nigga. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. I thought the first, uh, I thought the one we recorded the queen and slim one i thought that was gonna be the emotional one it was in both it was it was definitely in both it was an emotional ass week and i think i i chopped it up pretty good to where you, if y'all heard the full two and a half hours be like man it's some dark ass <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah i think my fuck boy disc started coming out when i was reviewing queen and slim like man i fucking hate this bitch <laughs> I did, it was definitely seeping out. It was seeping yeah, out. Yeah, it was dark. And I was like, yo, why do I hate a fictional person? <laughs> but that movie was just wild, man. <coughs> but yeah, uh, so in the midst of all of this, uh, Kamala dropped out, surprisingly, because she was still doing better than a lot of the people that are still in the race. Cory Booker is still in the race. I know. Ew, I thought he, like, listen, I ain't even honestly been, like, keeping tabs for real, but I thought he was done. He's still in here. So why did she drop out? They said money, re- like, financial? I think she dropped out before, <laughs> like, she just saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. But the other theory is that she saw that the, the donors going ahead were going to start funneling their money to Joe Biden. Mm. So the yeah. theory is that she'll probably be, like, VP. She just cut her losses. Yeah. I mean, she's still a sitting senator. And also, impeachment's about to come up, so the Senate is going to have to be involved with that. So, 
Yeah, she kind of saw the writing on the wall and she dropped out. The writing's on the wall. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was surprising. And now you're left with the idea of almost all of the Democratic candidates are white except for two people. And almost all of them are men except for one person. Wait, I got to think about that. Yeah. So. It's only one, one, one woman left? Amy Klobuchar. Hmm. So the diversity of the Democratic Party is starting to be tested. So I am here to officially announce I am part of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Warren. <laughs> <laughs> She's the other woman. Elizabeth Warning. I am part of the Warren team now officially. I was on the fence, but now my allegiance is fully on Team Warren. Yeah. But they have to start addressing this shit. Mm. The idea that a sitting U.S. senator would drop out before the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. And black people, we need to uh, take account in our hand in that. She's a cop. Which was started by the Hoteps and the Hotep adjacents on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, it's it's really hard. Uh, it's really hard getting black people together. Unfortunately, I hate I hate to say it, but it is really hard getting black people together on on this type of front. Like we all just have so many conflicting opinions that are all deep rooted in just like racial shit and oppression, and it just sucks. Yes. And we have to stop doing that thing where we act like somebody isn't black enough or somebody is like, because we don't, we don't vet uh, white Democrats the way that we vet black Democrats. Mm-mm, we don't. And I, I don't know why. We do not at all. And I don't know why either. I hate the whole crabs in the barrel uh analogy that we always do but But that's what it is yeah (laughs) that's exactly what it is like i mean even after camo dropped out i'm i am at least thinking about cory booker no i'm not i'm not not even gonna lie nah Nah, b nah b (laughs) (laughs) what did you say nigga a clown Man, I love Chucky Fenster. Why was he so country? I don't know. <laughs> I never thought about yeah, it. The way he said before really but, was oh, like oh, twangy as fuck. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, so I am sad that she dropped out because she's so goofy and cute. Like, not like cute, like attractive, even though she was. It was just, she's cute. Yeah. It's like, oh, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> And she has the she had the best memes, cause that waving thing 
acting like you really sad, but you really not is the funniest shit. Or the one where she's like trying to hold back her laugh. Uh, I forgot what she was. That's my favorite one when they're asking her about Pete Buttigieg using the fake uh, the the Kenyan pictures, and she's just looking like. She's trying her hardest not to fucking laugh. And then she just gets to the end and she just dies laughing. I'm like, man, I I can relate. Right. I could definitely relate. Yeah. So I'm going to miss that uh, that auntie energy that she was giving us. Speaking of another type of energy that a woman in politics has given us, uh, Nancy Pelosi ain't got time for you hoes. <laughs> Did you see that? You've been working. No. Um, so she came out and they were pretty much saying they're going to move forward with the impeachment. And so she was walking off and a reporter for Breitbart, he got fired for sexual harassment from Fox News, uh, was like, Madam Speaker, do you hate the president? And she read the fuck out of that nigga. And it'll be, you got to see it. Please show me. <laughs> do you hate the president, Madam Speaker? Representative Collins, the reason I asked. The hands, though. I did not accuse you. I asked a question. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I think it's an important point. I think the president is a coward when it comes to helping our kids who are afraid of gun violence. I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with the, the helping our dreamers. She's so bad. She said she can't write. He's in denial about the constitu- about the uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. This is about the elect. Take it up in the election. This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the president's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that. Woo! Mike drop. Y'all better recognize uh, Auntie Nancy is from Baltimore. She had them hands. She yes. was like, uh-uh, uh, Bill, uh Hold on, play down, that. Stand down, nigga. <laughs> Yo, I ain't seen somebody slay in a white suit like okay. that since Benny Hinn. <laughs> like, <laughs> praying and slaying. <laughs> <laughs> and the category is impeachment. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Let them Yo, hoes know. Tell she, them hoes to get up off you. She, Italian bitty head out here. She like, Yo, I'll knock this bitch down. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Don't you ever. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get you right real quick. I wish I had the one with the black lady. Like, see what we not going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi ain't got time for you hoes. Hey, she be slaying though like she got that old lady swag down on key nancy said listen here i don't live she, enough life she's strutting back in the heels like no nah, let me get this nigga real quick let me get him on the microphone <laughs> she said i don't lived enough life y'all ain't finna play with me for the rest right. of these days don't mess with me <laughs> i ain't tolerating shit and she has had big dick energy for the whole last year Cause with that picture of her standing up in front of Trump with her hands out, 
while he's sitting down, everybody like, oh shit. She sunned the fuck out of him. Or the the time last year where she walked out of the Oval Office and put the sunglasses on and they put uh oh yeah, yeah public yeah. service <laughs> announcement on it. Like, man, I fucks with Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> like she out here like fuck this nigga. Yeah, bro. I can't wait for the uh impeachment. Ooh, cannot wait. I will tune into that. Um Yo um these Republicans out here that are still siding with Trump man all right y'all look that's dumb a sing- that's a sinking ship bro y'all been look dumb but y'all look super dumb start trying to be loyal to this motherfucker how you loyal to the most unloyal person who's more toxic trump or a future <laughs> <laughs> they both batting a thousand for toxic masculinity <laughs> Huh. <laughs> I'm really trying to figure out who's more toxic. I think Trump. Yeah, Trump would straight up lie to your face. Because he has more power. Oh, can you imagine a world where future is president of the United States? No. Mm-mm. 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 Somebody was debating who's more toxic, uh, future or offset. And they were like, future would never... Uh, lie about cheating on you he would just make you feel bad for claiming him right like whoa 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 you claimed me (laughs) you was with shit i told you now (laughs) you are assuming a lot (laughs) babe but yeah trump is not the one to ride with but hey we gonna ride till the wheels fall off i guess but hey it is what it is but that day is coming Hmm. um soon soon come um one thing i did see you tweet about that i'm ready for kim reed is uh bad barbie and her box braids god yeah she let me find the video so I can play that because first of all we didn't say this before but I don't even want to call her a celebrity but these hoes got to get to a point where they don't have to address every single thing on the fucking internet on the internet like you gonna do what the fuck you wanna do anyway right why even address it? What's the point in defending yourself? Right. This is what you did this on purpose. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> like you wanted to do this shit. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, here you go. Here you go. Hold on. Hold on. Shatter. <laughs> 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 
Okay, so so much. Um, first off, I guess for our listeners who don't understand, what uh, why are why did people say that white women's hair cannot handle box braids? I guess the best way to start it. The texture is different. the 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 strength of it is different. It just it's just not. First of all. Box braids are heavy on black hair. Right. But because our strand is coarser, it's just naturally stronger. And that's also a reason why we're we're able to do way more with our hair. Like our hair is way more versatile because it's stronger. White women's hair and their hairlines are extremely fragile because their strands are softer and silkier they're easily things can easily slip and pull the hair out of the follicle versus ours so putting like that kind of way because a a style like box braids for one is meant to be worn over a long longer period of time right so if she's trying to wear hers for as long as how long you know a black woman would wear her that over time all her hair she is gonna pull her hair out is going to pull her hair out, especially if she's going to be like styling them and pulling them up and all kinds of stuff. Protective styles like that. First of all, protective styles are just, it's just not meant for white women. And I hate like, I hate that people don't understand that. And people think that that is us trying to exclude other people or, or make something bigger than it is, but that just is what it is. Like people don't understand that when you have a culture that's been stripped of you, things like that matter. Right. Like you don't want to be erased and just it, it's just it's not the exact same, but it's a similar way of when people wear like headdresses or right. things, especially after you've killed mm-hmm. those people. And now you're just rocking their shit. That's like some fucked up shit. It's disrespectful. <laughs> like coming through and killing a whole group of people and then be like, oh, we gonna take that shit. We right. gonna make y'all our mascots. Exactly. It's disrespectful. Um, and, and even if you're not trying to do that, that's part of colonization and imperialism. Therefore, you have to... <clears throat> that's still your weight. Yeah. Whether you want to... Whether you, you mean it or not, that's still part of the weight of society yeah and i hate that she was like you know i didn't say y'all trying to be white for wearing your hair straight first of all straight hair does not only belong to white people right that's number one. Second of all and i we have said this countless times but black people can have every single feature under the sun when it comes to hair skin anything everything we can have every eye color we can have every feature under the sun naturally without the help of anybody else's bloodline for real like yeah and us being able to us straightening our hair is just another example of the versatility but it's not us trying to be white right even though the european standards of beauty are have a hand in that but it's not black people trying to be white right also the thing about box braids and other uh 
protective styles is black women are punished for having those in certain yeah businesses yeah. schools or everything so there's an attack on blackness through our hair therefore to dis- dismiss blackness and rock the hairstyle is also fucked up it's a slap in the face like black people get called ghetto for wearing braids and dreads and shit and then you put it on and all of a sudden it's cool right and it's like no it's just not and i mentioned like white women using shit like edge control and stuff like i was watching um i was watching a youtube video of a lady that i follow who does makeup and she was talking about like her favorite products because that's like a big thing on youtube like these are my favorite products for the month right um just some more capitalism shit some a way to get people to continue to buy shit (laughs) but um she pulled out like some edge control and a toothbrush and i was like man that's cool and all like i'm not mad that you want your edges to be laid or that you even want to style your edges but you don't need edge control for that. Like you, right. and, and what was crazy was she mentioned <laughs> that she got it from another black YouTuber. Right. And I'm like, that, that that's not, that does not have to be the product for you. Like edge control was specifically made for coarser hair textures that are harder to tame because gel is water-based and it ain't going to do shit for our edges. Right. If we want more like a sleeker look. So I'm just like, why? why isn't gel or hairspray good enough for you? Like you have to come all the way over to the edge control and with the toothbrush. Like I remember one time, like this reminds me, uh, me Terrell and it was somebody white. We were talking about, and we were talking to, and somehow we had started talking about, uh, like do rags. And then Terrell was telling about one time he was talking to a white guy and he was like, y'all don't even understand why. We wear do rags and stuff, right? And then he was, he said the white guy was like, "To look cool, yeah." Like, I was no, say they probably think it's for fashion. Yeah, he was like, "No, it's to get a desired hairstyle." You think it's cool, yeah, <laughs> but you don't understand why we wear it. I'm trying to keep my shit laid down, right. so I'm not just out here with the fuzzy my, wuzzies. I'm trying to get my waves, waves bro. on swim, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. it's it's cultural things that they don't understand and granted i'm not saying that they should automatically understand certain things that they're not privy to but when somebody tries to correct or tell you about something just listen like don't get defensive and just be like somebody had tweeted the other day that they didn't know the term eskimo is offensive mm. it's derogatory mm-hmm. so the person that retweeted was like, wow, I didn't know that. I won't use it again. That's how you handle knowledge. It can be that easy, bro. <laughs> right. That's all you got to do. It's that easy. Own up to, I didn't know. I won't do it again. Yeah. That's that's all we have to do. You don't have to make a long note-driven uh, thing with all these lines and all these quotes and inspirational things from Dr. King and, and my <laughs> black friends. Yeah. And, and please don't put your black friends out there like don't. that. I have, been, <laughs> I have been that black friend <laughs> with a whole bunch of fuck shit. <laughs> and be like, nah, fam, that is like, not what I said. Nah, that ain't what I said. That is not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what I meant, homie. I told you specifically that that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. It just, I just, 
I understand that everybody wants to be on top of their game when it comes to being trendy and, you know, being a part of the culture and, you know, for the culture hashtags and shit. But every culture ain't for you to participate in. Right. And you have to, no matter how trendy or cool it looks, you have to understand where you fit in and what's for you and what's not for you. Edge control, I'm sorry. It just, it's, it's not, it wasn't made for, for, for white hair. And why would you want to use it? That's, right. I think that's the bigger thing too. It's, it's like, so but, heavy too. Yeah. Like, like it, it, black it, girls don't want to have to <laughs> wear this shit. <laughs> that is such a heavy product. Like, no, it'll weigh your hair down so much. Like, it's just, Hustling backwards. Why can't y'all just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to? (laughs) (laughs) Stop chasing these waterfalls. (laughs) Literally, like gel and water is all y'all need to slick your shit down. That's the other thing. Like they don't know how dope they got it. Like I was talking to one of my coworkers, (laughs) and she was just like, like because we were talking about like black women with natural hair. Cause she she was just mind blown, so I was just telling her stuff that I knew, just from growing up in a house with women. So, and she was like, "Wow!" I was like, "So you don't ever have to do anything to your hair when you sleep?" She's like, "No, I just go to sleep and I wake up and that's it. Brush my hair." And I was <laughs> like, "Damn!" She was like, "So black girls can't do this?" I'm like, they no, could, damn. but they go get roasted. <laughs> That, that next morning ain't gonna be too pretty, right. fam. Like they have to do some kind of preventative thing so that in the morning they can get as little done possible and then be out the door. Okay. Like so, this shit is a process, right? Because if you go to sleep without your body or some shit, oh no, you fuck. Oh no, oh no, you gotta get up an extra hour early to be able to tame your hair in time, bro. I went to sleep without my uh wait, well, not my wave cap, my do rag. Cause I can't wear a wave cap. That should be sliding off, man. I need like reinforcement. You need some security, right? <laughs> you need them straps. And I got a, kind of a big head, so <laughs> get the strap. <laughs> get the strap. Um. So yeah, I went without that the other day. I was like, man, I don't, I don't feel like myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, if I can't, if I don't do my my nighttime routine with my hair, I don't feel right the next day. Right. My shit gotta lay right. It gotta every <laughs> every hair has to be where it's supposed to be. It just can't like mm mm. But yeah, y'all got to just cool it. Read a book. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like do some research. At this point though, you could get on Instagram and see some shit. And so there's so many YouTube videos. It blew her mind. So many YouTube videos. I did Casey's hair in Miami that one night we went out and she want a little baby hair situation and that's cool. But all I had to use was some gel. Right. <laughs> like, that's all you need. <laughs> you don't need all this shit. That's all you need. That's all you need. Baby hairs are black as fuck too, but I'm not gonna Baby hair. I'm like, not gonna claim those because everybody does have baby hair. But you on a real tip. The baby hair styling though, that is black women. <laughs> baby hair styling is baby hair. In Middle Eastern culture, though, oh yeah, that shit is wild. <laughs> that shit is real. Some Asians too, yeah, like, yeah, but it's hair is a divisive thing, and it doesn't have to be. 
if you would people would just open up their minds speaking of didn't gabrielle union just get done going through some shit about Bruh. her hair on um what is it america's got talent she that whole situation is crazy yeah because the oh. fact that she had to have a whole panel meeting with the team about her hairstyles but it was multiple things too because you know they didn't want to let like a 11 year old rapper part uh like progressed through the competition because he wasn't relatable hmm. to middle America, hmm. which we know what that means. Mm-hmm. So that apparently Simon Cowell is a chain smoking person that thinks I can smoke indoors. Like, no bro, this isn't uh, the Flintstone age. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't mad men. You cannot smoke inside, sir. And so that, and then Jay Leno came on saying racist shit, like a whole bunch of stuff that she can't, she took to the attention of the higher ups and they pretty much fired her. I think that's crazy. And they also tried to do that with Tamron Hall. Uh, they made up a fake story saying that she was mad that Kelly Clarkson's show got renewed before her and she had, had a tantrum backstage. None of that was true. People uh, take uh, certain black... Uh, when black people tell you about yourself, even in a respectful way, they take a, take that as anger. And it's just you're an angry black woman. Yep. Or you're an angry black man. It's part of living in this world, though. I hate it. I was talking about this last night. Just about, like... Black women really do be going through a lot of shit. Like, I'm not trying to discredit anything that black men go through as well, but it's I just feel like it's just another layer for okay. black women. And the other thing is, like we've talked about before, it seems like a lot of uh, the pro-black movements are more so trying to reinforce black patriarchy instead of white patriarchy, and that's their intended goal. Hmm. They don't. We ain't free until we all free, right? And that's a similar thing that happened in the original Black Panther Party. That it was a female-led movement, and the men tried to enforce their own patriarchy, and that ended up, along with uh, COINTELPRO, ended up destroying the party. We can't. We have to be there for each other. That's it point blank period and then we have to respect each other that when we get called on our shit we listen and i'm i'm just as guilty of that as anybody because this shit you've told me that i had to hear from you yeah before i understood yeah same vice versa it's that's why you need like solid friends around you you can be honest with and they can be honest with you if you can't be honest with your friends and vice versa, they're not your friends. Right. Like, if I have something on my face, please tell me I have something <laughs> on my fucking face. Instead of, like, let me go out here with a fucking booger on my fucking nose. Right. Like, yeah, that nigga, you see that booger on that nigga's I nose? I can't stand when people do that. I just be like, how y'all let me 
sit here for two hours in front of you <laughs> with my hair going this way right or sticking up or my panties was hanging out of my skirt or some shit like why y'all like help me i know y'all saw this <laughs> right but y- yeah y'all tell me about all this other bullshit you can't <laughs> help me but yeah um the black struggle is harder on w- women because y'all are double quote unquote minorities. Mm-hmm. It's just like when like discussing uh, black movements and how we kind of want to reinforce pa- black patriarchy, uh, similar to with feminism, how some white women don't want equal rights for all. They just want to be at the top of that hierarchy. Yeah. And they're willing to throw anybody else under the bus. That's just how things are. Meanwhile, black women save America each and every time. We fight for everybody. (laughs) It's just stupid. But I just thought it was crazy because somebody was saying that she had like too many hairstyle like or what what were they saying? Like I forgot exactly. It was something to the effect of almost like that her hairstyles weren't she uh, was unpredictable or not they were unprofessional and things like coded language that they use on every black woman in middle in quote-unquote middle america i ain't never seen gabrielle union's hair out of place when she's in a professional setting and even when she's not in a professional setting she's always slaying put together (laughs) as fuck like like would fix their lips to be like you know gabrielle is out here looking whack Trash. as fuck Ooh, how <laughs> gabrielle union don't ever have an off day no she dressed up as a, a costume of herself 20 years ago <laughs> for halloween everybody's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> uh she is just a natural bad bitch like yeah man people the other thing i'm i'm starting to see is People just really, people let certain people bring their insecurities out. And, like, the Lizzo shit that's going on today. Like, because she had her ass out. Yeah. It's like, bro. Once again, had it been Drea. (laughs) Right. The other thing, though, with that, too, is when I like, uh, when people are like, I can't believe the kids are gonna have to see it. Like you don't give a fuck about the kids. Yeah, fuck, right, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the kids. <laughs> but yeah, like don't don't try to like go for that one. Right. Like you really don't give a fuck. You just don't you like just her. uncomfortable, right? And it don't matter. But it ain't got nothing to do with you, right? And we're not, like everybody's not even saying that. I mean, was it whack what she was wearing? Yeah. But, I mean, she has the right to do whatever the fuck she wants to wear. There's plenty of other people who do whack shit all the time. Right. And then, like, I don't know, man. People, I don't, (laughs) people jump over themselves. Like, especially, like, fat black dudes jump over themselves to fucking kick a, a, a fat black woman down. Like, bro, sir. You have no room to talk. <laughs> Please have a seat. Right. Act like nobody wants to fuck that fat person. Like, well, sir, there is a mirror. <laughs> and people do that shit to you too. So you cannot be part of that. Like, people will run through a, a burning house to kick a black woman down. <laughs> and it's just so sad. And why? For no reason. 
because like, it's easy. And then the other thing is like people are like, y'all are sexualizing unhealthy behaviors. Be like, sir, have, are you new here? <laughs> We've been doing that for thousands of years. And as somebody who doesn't really like even understand sex, like sexual attraction and stuff like that. I don't think y'all are aware of how oversexed everybody is. Everybody. And y'all act so brand new when a fat person expresses their sexuality. It's like, man, all y'all motherfuckers are all talking about sex nonstop. <laughs> don't be surprised when it's somebody that you don't want to fuck. It's fucking somebody. Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? It doesn't. If you fucking, why don't you think other people ain't fucking <laughs> people are fucking weird man i like i don't fucking understand like everybody everybody's fucking delusions are fucking crazy and maybe i'm like i'm overly sensitive to that i can that i i look at myself as how other people are looking at me at the same time mm. so i'm aware of that a lot of y'all motherfuckers ain't aware of that shit and maybe I want, maybe I wish I was like that, but at the same time, y'all be out here wilding the fuck out, and people are like, who the fuck is this nigga? Just like that <laughs> on Twitter. You remember a couple of years ago that dude that got flew that flew out to meet that girl, and then he was broke, and she took a picture of him sitting on the bed. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was talking about Lizzo today with the same fucking name, and then they were like, "Sir, I know <laughs> you, you <laughs> He was like, uh, he said something about uh, fat women have got unrational confidence. Like, sir, you? Bro. Oh, hell no. Nah. And they read the fuck out of him. That shit was funny. I don't know how he still hasn't <laughs> deleted. This happens every couple months. That same nigga. They, like, he said something about fat people and people pull up his receipts. He should be um, used to being dragged. I think if that might be it. It's just like, it's Tuesday. Maybe it's a thrill. Maybe it's a thrill for him. He's like, let, let me get these niggas uh, mad real quick. I don't understand that shit either. Like, outrage for outrage. These are people who, I think it's an insecurity issue. Yeah. But I think that's going light on it. Like, it's something fucking wrong with some of these motherfuckers. That too. Yeah. There's definitely a, a mental something. Mental void. And also... I think some of y'all niggas is lying. Like, just the, the over, like, I've had to mute a lot of people lately because it's just too much, man. Y'all be reposting this fucking porn, everything. Like, bro, like, I, I get you're horny, but, sir. When did we get comfortable enough to just start <laughs> sharing the porn that we like? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. On, fucking social media right i thought porn was like a taboo thing like we don't really you know what i'm saying we can talk about it or whatever but let's not i don't need to see it like that's the thing like be like okay what are your categories be like, okay i can <laughs> rock with that yeah but i don't need to see your categories bro it'd be pouring all up and down my twitter i'd be like who the fuck am i following <laughs> what are y'all doing it's one person we both follow that nigga be wilding the fuck out like, I'm like, nigga, why? I've been noticing, like, I've been noticing a lot of people I follow are depressed as fuck. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, I feel bad for them. 
like the people because they be doing shit like that, and then in the midst of that, they just be posting like horny ass shit. Be like, damn man, you really going through it? I'm just depressed. I'm not super. <laughs> they're doing that because they're just trying to get like some kind of interaction from people. Like when you're depressed like that and you're posting that kind of shit, you're just trying to get like you want you want some attention. Your basically. inner self is crying out. Yeah, and I've been there, but. Man, y'all niggas be posted like, damn man, you you horny as fuck. Mad wild shit. You Mad like, wild shit. It was like, yo. One day he was I had to meet him for a while because it was like, bro, you you wild. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I get in the suburban one, I, I like I would see all his shit and be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be haunted by it. I do want to eventually have that nigga on fucking podcast. Oh yeah, that dude is funny as fuck. He's we need to make him. a list of people we want to have on and uh-huh. people who want to be on the right. haves and the have-nots. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need right. to do. That's when we need to will into existence the people that we really want on and the people that really the want the people on. that's begging to be on. <laughs> Man. Um. Anyway, I want to talk about Beyonce's Ivy Park campaign. You yeah. saw that? Yes. Man, shit finna be lit. Yes. Beyonce, um, partnering with Adidas. Ooh, I gotta get me some of them. Man, that shit gonna sell out so quick. I hope it's not like a five hundred dollars shoe though. I don't think it is. Adidas, she wouldn't. She wouldn't do us like that. Adidas is always, besides Kanye shit, is always pretty reasonable. Yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for that. Um, also, I just want to see the the looks. I saw some of them. The looks, <laughs> and I'm excited. The looks, honey. Speaking of looks, serving looks. We have a lot of dope ass gear on in our store. <laughs> Plug. Plug. <laughs> so I ordered my uh juice hotel bag shirt. <laughs> oh shit. Let me get on here. Let me get my bucket hat. Um bro. I'm so proud of that shirt. This this shirt is like <laughs> really fucking lit. I was in my bag. I love this shirt. And then we have a the two bougie kids shirt. Mm-hmm. And then we have our all our older gear. Some of which I still haven't gotten off T Public. And there's some other stuff coming up. But yeah, please support us. I gotta get this shirt. This is a dope ass fucking shirt. Which one? The hotel bag shirt. <laughs> That's like that shit is so funny too. Cause uh do you understand or do you overstand? And if you overstand, do, do you, you understand? <laughs> when we did that the night of your birthday, I was laughing my ass off. Cause I can't remember what that dude said. It was some hotel shit. Was, oh, do you understand? <laughs> and you're right there with me. We're like, yes, nigga. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, speaking of, um, are we gonna do another Christmas party this year? I know we keep asking ourselves that. <laughs> That's like another ongoing. Like we need to make a shirt be like another Christmas party. <laughs> <coughs> um, Should we make it an annual thing? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I just gotta. 
once I get the schedule, I'll know for sure what we can do, mm-hmm. and then we can go from there. Well, see, I can I can put in for whatever. Right. They only make our schedule a week at a time. I'm hoping I can get a Friday or a Sunday off. A Sunday party would be lit. It would be cool to have a day party. Oh yeah, that shit would. If be we could fun. do a Sunday day party, you could do it like a stove house or something. Do a brunch. Yes. Just get lit. Yes. All day. Sunday fun day. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely down to party. And also, whenever this bonus come in, <laughs> bonus. A, a nigga gonna be out here. Balling. Oh, I got to get the maroon one. I got a, I got a beanie to go because okay. it's dope and it's integrated through the website. And this shit is expensive, so these niggas need to buy this fucking gear. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am out here, bro. Oh, this crew neck sweatshirt, though. Damn, the maroon one slaps in the sweatshirt, too, my nigga. Okay. Yeah, I need to, I need to, I'm going to place my order. going to be my Christmas gift to myself. Definitely need to get that bucket head. Though. I still didn't buy myself a birthday gift. I bought myself a birthday gift. I got myself some shoes that are coming today. Ooh. Oh, I'm so excited. I got some uh some sage lows. Some Ooh. pink sage lows. Get it. <laughs> um ow. <laughs> um Yas, Queen Yas. Yeah, I need to get myself a birthday gift. I, I was thinking about getting myself another mic. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not like super expensive. Okay. Yas, queen, yas. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Dude, I'm so glad that you suggested we call it a pimp name juice because I was thinking, I was like, that is the funniest part. Now you need a, a pimp name juice shirt or that. something with a pimp name juice on it. <laughs> What's some other trendy shit that niggas about? We need socks. Are socks possible? Some crew socks, my nigga. You know I fuck with some socks. I'm a sock bitch. <laughs> I'm a socky type of bitch. <laughs> I made some Hoos Kim socks. Did you? Nuh-uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like so tickled right now. <laughs> I went in Walmart last night. Bro, the men's section of socks. They have like Avengers. They got SpongeBob, and it's like a five pack. Bro, it's some fucking swaggy ass socks in Walmart right now. Even the George brand got some lit ass fucking socks. Yeah, like a three pack. It's Bro. almost like they never thought that men would care about socks. Why women like men's clothing? Men's clothing is so much more dope than women's clothing. That's why y'all should be more expensive, but still like. I yeah. love men's clothing. <laughs> men's clothes, men's wear is definitely where That's it's at. Part of the reason why I'm a tomboy sometimes, because I mean, it's it's dope and it's well put together. It's yeah, the utility in it and it's durable. Like, because definitely with, getting a Dickies cover all out of there, bro. I was watching American History X, and I really do dress like a fucking skinhead. That shit is wild as fuck. <laughs> The boots. <laughs> the boots, the jackets. All the jackets I have are fucking, they were wearing like the Dicky utility uh, jackets, yeah. the Eisenhower's. Yeah. And then they had the bomber jackets. Yeah. And I used to rock suspenders yeah. and shit. I was like, 
yeah. I was definitely in there peeping like overalls and like jumpsuits last night. Dicky shit is dope. It is. It really is. Like, and then like, man, once they start selling that shit in fucking Walmart, that's when people, oh, Dickies is what? <laughs> nah. nah, Dickies is dope. It's still dope. That's classic fucking gear. Oh, these are so dope. <laughs> these are so fucking dope. I need these ASAP. I need those. I forgot. I knew I had forgot to tell you something. Oh. Yeah, because I was playing with stuff and I learned how to do patterns. Like, I'm out here, bro. If we can get a neon sock with a black logo. Is that possible? Work. Might have to try. I think the only socks they have is white and black okay. right now. But cool. I can... I'm gonna fuck with it. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn this shit. <laughs> I'm out here. See, I got the ideas. I just don't be knowing how to do none of that because I I do be having ideas. Um. Okay. Besides scheduling, and so what's like one other thing that you can do? Um. So I wanted to have like a new like segment for us, like a happenings around Huntsville type of thing like just Huntsville culture like what's coming up for the week or what's coming up for the month or just like Huntsville news like how we talked about the cop earlier like we could have you know what I'm saying like we we should have like a Huntsville centered segment because that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about like doing more segments like going into like season three <laughs> like so like yeah more segments and more structured like that because mm-hmm. we can we can we can do this shit in our fucking sleep <laughs> we don't nigga <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um because i started listening to other podcasts and their progression i think it's it is time for us to take a step up but within being ourselves. Mm-hmm. so it's natural the other thing is i never want to do a season this long is this our long was is this one longer than the last one yeah yeah you're right it is what was the first one like 35 episodes yeah and we're at this is episode 85 why did, so, I, why did I think it was like 90 i don't know but yeah so yeah so next time next the next time we're going to do a shorter season. Cause I think for a second we got burnt out or I got, I know I got burnt out. Yeah. Are we going to have another intermission before new season? Like during the holidays, give it a break or how are we going? Yeah. I think next week we need to do, wait, what's today? Next week we need to do our Christmas episode or, uh, okay. So next week we need to be, on time, I will be <laughs> in our ho ho hoes. <laughs> On time. So I was thinking either we can do unless I'm off. Then. Either we can do. I wanted to do like a. I wanted our Christmas episode to be our last episode. Maybe. So I wanted to do like a two hour, like put out a two hour episode, mm. and. Then just let that sit until next year and maybe come out with like a, a lost ones episode in the middle yeah. and then start like out in January. Best of. <laughs> Bro, is Country Wayne funny anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. It's 
a lot of that shit is a lot of people are falling off. Yeah. I feel like it's way too many. I think it's just too many comedians coming out at once. And <coughs> I was uh I started listening to uh well I started watching uh Teddy Ray and I can't remember the other dude's name, but they do uh Cali Kickback mm-hmm. on YouTube. And they were talking about that and they were talking about it's too many like self proclaimed comedians. Yeah. And I was like, I can definitely see that. Like the thing is, like you used to have to do this in front of an audience and see their reactions and know if it was funny or not. Now you can just put something in front of your face and you can put it out. But also the thing about it too is like <clears throat> if you're gonna be like self starting and self proclaimed, you have to be um super consistent but then you also have to elevate consistently as well like desi banks's skits are funny but i'm ready for something different from him like i'm the skits are getting it's like give us something have you more i saw the first episode but he started doing shows also no i haven't it was good that's what we need right that kind of like progression like he's almost doing the shows kind of like how corporate did the shows Cause people like just hilarious, like. Right, I need. He got old. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, with the podcast shit, that's why I was saying that I'm like, kind of like glad because we've been consistent, and it's been a natural progression, especially the sound, because those videos I made for IGTV, that sound sounds dope as fuck. We sound legit. Man, like, yeah. The sound quality is amazing. Also, another thing, when we have guests, we got to do tutorials of how to use the mic. Because mm-hmm. with Stephanie, like, she was off Too the mic. Back. yeah. And then she was getting picked up on yours. Too. Yeah. So, it was like a weird echo for a minute. Uh, you should have heard it before. I had I had to strip down the echo. Because mm. that shit was like, wow. Yeah. Because I turned it up. And then the echo got worse. I was like, ooh, I can't put that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fix this right quick. So it took me a second. But, uh, yeah, like, we're, I feel like we're slowly, we're finding our way. Mm-hmm. I do feel like this next year is about to be dope as fuck for us. You know, I hope so. I really hope so. I'm putting it out there. Okay. I'm receiving it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um it's it's just like what Crystal said, uh RIP to all the uh, people that podcast that thought it would be easy. Like, that's some real shit. It is some real shit. Cause this shit is like a part time job without money right. <laughs> just stress <laughs> and then people coming at you sideways over some shit you say with your best friend right. in the room. Like, Nigga. <laughs> this, is, this is our conversation this is my motherfucking response <laughs> not yours <laughs> talking about a situation that you were there and it's probably you you gotta remember we the only two niggas that know that shit everybody else don't know yeah it's just that you were there so you of course know what's going on it's nothing personal 
We're not talking bad about you. We're your friends. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yes. 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 But yeah, man. It's nothing personal. We love you guys. It's just this my nigga. Right. <laughs> this is our lives. Right. We ain't talking nothing about nothing but what's going on in our lives. What's going on in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> in the suburbs. All right. I gotta get out of here. All right. Mm. What? I hate going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, like, this shit is trash. Ugh. That's why I hate doing this shit and then having to go to work and be like, man, y'all feeling really good. Let me just end this shit real quick. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. I'm recording. All right. So, um, yeah, we, uh, Kim got here late, so we uh were rushing through, and she had to go before she went to work. So, um, I, I just listened back to what we recorded and I realized we did not talk about Juice World dying. Yeah. That was surprising to me. It was. It came out of left field. Which, I mean, I mean, everybody's doing their hypothesis of what happened or whatever and they're analyzing his lyrics, which is what we do every time an artist dies. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that ties us to that person. I mean, that's the only way we know them is by their lyrics. Right. But it always just feels so weird because it's almost like reading a a dead person's diary. You don't have the context of what really happened, like what these songs were about or anything like that. Yeah, and where they are in this like exact space. I mean, most times when we hear music, it's months after the fact or whatever. Right. Like you don't. It's just like I I say with uh like what we do each week. That's just a peek until how we feel that exact day at that exact moment. Right. So you, like you could literally pull anything out of anything that me and Kim ever said and be like, yeah, he was feeling this way or she was feeling this way. You can't really understand because context is lost without that knowledge. Yeah. Um, I mean, you talking about that reminds me of like Mac Miller when he passed. Like, just judging by his music and stuff like that, you thought he was in a a more positive space. Right. Um, And even though, you know, he was going through that breakup and stuff like that, but what was going on in his personal life kind of went through his music but at the same time it was only a piece of who he was right and i and i guess i get triggered because i am a person who has expressed that i've struggled with like depression and things like that mm-hmm. and the idea that just one day something completely unrelated could happen to me and people are just analyzing me like see he uh, talked yeah. about depression, and so he was clearly a drug addict. And it's like, yeah, man, this is weird. I mean, so much freak stuff happens all the time. You can't really, you know, put all your eggs in a basket and say it was this or that. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there was a lot going on. And whether he was in the wrong or he was in the right, 
I mean, things happen. And right. It's unfortunate that he was that young and had that type of promising future. The other thing is, I, when I was 21, I thought I was so old. Yeah. And now that I'm 31, I'm, I look back and I'm like, I'm young now. And I was even younger than I was a baby. Exactly. And I, and the idea that you could just like, he was making such good music and I was so excited for what he was going to end up being. Yeah. That it it hit me like I'm not a super fan of him, but I liked a lot of his songs that he came out with. Yeah, he had his own style that it it was definitely hitting a spot where I mean at twenty one, a fresh twenty one, that's like that's unheard of even within the industry that he was in you know where most people are popular in their late teens early 20s he was just in a league of his own that's why i was that's why i was really surprised that he was only 21 yeah that caught me off guard i thought he was at least yeah 25 you know because i mean we've been listening to what lucid dreams popped off what last year no it it actually came out like i think 2017 or so because his uh that first album he came out with came out in 2018. Yeah. And I, I, I played that a lot because, you know, I was traveling to Missouri a lot for work and stuff like that. So I had tons of time. So I remember listening to that album front to back a good dozen times over like six months. It's, it's just crazy that, like, I don't know. As I get older, I look at these younger artists who are – I guess carrying in the lane that I was like, if I was probably 18, 19, I would probably be the biggest juice world fan ever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just Same. like with a triple X or with a uh, little peep. I probably would yeah. be like the biggest, like, cause that's the lane I was that's in. The, the, yeah. That's the style that, I mean, like for us, it was more, you know, backpack. It was the kid Cuddy. It was the Wale. It was, all these other guys that were backpack rapping, but that was the style then. So everybody wanted to, you know, listen to that. Did you hear that new Kid Cudi? And yeah. I mean, kids nowadays, what are they doing? You know, have you heard that new Juice World? You know? Right. And the melodic way that he would do like the songs, and then it, you could hear the other, the outside of hip hop influences on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even with, uh, Lucid Dreams, the him going over the Sting instrumental, like that's like a lot of people try to make it seem like he was just trying to hijack, like Sting, like like the young black kids just listen to Sting all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like no, he put a a different feel on that song that ties into what message in a bottle is really about just the longing and the heartbreak of it yeah that's fair i see that and then plus i mean but it's a lot of like i feel like most of the people that are around that age that are coming out with music they have a whole different sense like things that i never expected to happen in music especially hip-hop they're doing and they make it work and they make it work well because they understand music to a whole different level right like a lot of the the things that um especially like us growing up we would get the um 
like listening to just different like sounds and things and they're able to translate that and make it work in a way I never would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like go ahead. No, like uh just thinking that as an older person thinking that like Lil Uzi Vert is a huge Marilyn Manson fan mm-hmm. and That's puts so that into his music is like yeah. as a a young black kid who listened to a lot of rock and stuff that is amazing to me. Yeah. I feel that. And I felt like if if Juice World had uh of course if he was still alive and he was able to grow into like he was gonna be an amazing artist. He was already an amazing artist at twenty one, which is still crazy to think about. Yeah. Like yeah, the amount of respect he had, yeah. He made a a co album with Future. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And future is like, yeah, tell you in his peak, but it, it still was a his, st- it was still right, like it's future. That's future, right? <laughs> like we're at the point now where we can really just be like, yo, future is an icon. Yeah, he might be a toxic icon. He might be, yeah, like he's still that guy. And yeah. just even though that he would link up with somebody like that and put him on equal status and. Juice World was carrying that entire project. I I did like Juice World's part throughout it more than Features by far. Yeah, it's like man, Features saw what was up. <laughs> like we like, let's just be real. He looks like man, this this guy's the guy. I'm taking a book out of Drake's book on this. Yep, one. I'm pulling a Drake. That's exactly <laughs> what he was like, and he carried that whole work. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. So, what have you seen some of that stuff talking about? You know, future. Yeah, you know, future's future, and how he influenced such a generation of rap that some of the things that have gone on over the last couple of years, just as far as like you know, people and pills and things like that, the popularity of it. Do you feel like a lot of it? I don't want to say it's his fault, but you know, he contributed to it. To, yeah, you know, like as far as the positivity within hey let's get fucked or you know let's get messed up the funny thing is that we are probably we're like twins because <laughs> i was gonna ask you that <laughs> yeah um but yeah i saw that i was like man that sucks but i feel that and the it, reason why i feel that is because like we're like you said like where me and you and our friends were at 20 21 whatever it was like we were in a a cross path with where drugs are today, you know, like back in the day, I mean, we were just, you know, smoking here and there, you know, messing around here and there, but kids grew up on that. Right. Like all these kids that, you know, are in their early twenties, mid twenties, they grew up as teenagers, even preteens on this stuff. That getting it hard. And it's at a whole different level. And, it's crazy that it's an epidemic truly that like that's the part of it that bothers me that people are trying to lump future as the sole aspect of why that happened millennial right right he contributed to it people we jacked up people as a a whole our whole generation millennials are fucked up (laughs) (laughs) like real shit like 
And yeah. we all contributed to this. Like, yeah. we we are stands of Kid Cudi, and Kid Cudi made some of the most destructive music in the world. If you really yeah. think about it, and I related to it, and it was it was nihilist, nihilistic as possible, yeah. and that's where I was as a human being at that point. Yeah. But that, I mean, a generation of kids grew up listening to that. Yeah, and then with social media on top of that, where that's all you see day in, day out, that's everywhere you go, those are all your thoughts are right in front of you, and, oh, my friends are doing this, or this popular person's doing this, right. I'm do that, you know, what did we used to do back in the day when we were going out partying, we used to, you know, quote rap lyrics. My first hangover came from 1800 when they had Porter's own shot. I yeah. had been drinking for five years before then, but when eighteen hundred came out with pouring your own shot, man, right? A lot of that. It's like, yo, let me do what's in commercials and all the social exactly. media that I'm doing. Like your like your brain isn't developed, so you're looking at the cool people that you look up to and being like, yo, I'm gonna do that. The other part of it is, millennials as a whole, we made uh, pill popping and opioids in general mm-hmm. as common as smoking marijuana is which yeah. is not like they're so not big. common yeah. not and, at like, all so like then doing syrup like the stuff <laughs> that we were grandfathered in like the idea that just doing promethazine is just like uh uh it's just a liquid blunt pretty much that is <sighs> very dangerous yeah. And we're seeing the results of that now. Yeah. And we have to, uh, I think it's time for us to take a step back and be like, what did we do? Yeah. And what did we listen to that made us think that this, all this stuff was okay? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I do feel like a part of us, like, to some degree, we kind of were like, yeah, this is just music. But I think the generation <laughs> underneath us, some of them took that as that's how life was. That's life. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what everybody does. Right. We were just, like, we knew that. Hey, man, we acted crazy. Yeah, Let's like we knew we were wilding yeah. out. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like kids now. I mean, that's just another day. Yeah, this is like it's a Monday. Yeah, you know, people like you see it all the time. Like I don't know if it's just on like social media, through news, or what it, whatever it is. But you hear about, you know, kids they've been on drugs for a week straight. Yeah, like don't you gotta go to school? Right. <laughs> you know, but they're going to school messed up. <laughs> exactly. Their their whole lives are revolved around trying to live in a rap song. Yeah, I mean that theme life is. I mean, back in the day, we used to joke about that stuff. Like, you know, if you fiend it, people will call you out and like, you tripping, boy, let me get away from you. Right. And nowadays, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, the, I guess I'm just old. But that's the thing. I, I think it is just, we're just old because we have we we had friends that mm-hmm. did that type of stuff. And we were like, yeah. yo, homie tripping. Yeah. And then, like, also... Like, I mean, within a certain context, we also didn't understand the severity of what was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was in the infant stages of this epidemic that we're in. Right. But now we can look back like I'm 31. So 10 years ago when I was 21, I was wilding completely out. Yeah. 
and all Me my friends, right. So like all our friends were wilding out and now we can look back and be like, yo, I can see where certain threads started. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it cut, it makes me sad. Yeah. No, I mean, like I was thinking about it. I mean, as you were talking like earlier is like at that age, I mean, something easily could have happened to any one of us. Remember like when they, when they first came out with that artificial, uh, marijuana and stuff Bro. like that, that chemical, you know, like, man, I don't want to say it's the government, but the man was trying to set up the whole world. <laughs> Yo, do you remember Bro. how I was wilding that one night yeah, and everybody I, was I, just I, laughing? Like, yes, you were do, going, you were going, yeah, oh, you were on a whole different level. I you lost my mind. You did, you did. I was like, go get in the car. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah was, I was like, go get in the car. And I, w- I never smoked le- quote unquote legal weed after that. Yeah, I never, I never did it. And I, I you know, because I was, you know, one of those weirdos anyway, that I was like, nah, man, I'm doing the real stuff. <laughs> I don't mess with that other stuff. Y'all, but, uh, poser. But that night, that night still, I was like, man, uh uh-uh, uh, not me. Not going to be me. And then, you know, three years later, they're like, oh, that stuff is making people go crazy. Have yeah. You, a bath you right. know, like all this other stuff started coming out. Like, that was a thing, too. You know, yes. like, you remember you used to be able to get that at a gas station. Like right, I was telling people uh, that I work with that they used to sell that stuff in a gas station. Yes, and all you had to be was I don't know, it was eighteen to buy it. Yeah, because and they didn't have fr- yeah, they, they didn't have, have any regulations. Yeah, it came in like a Carmex jar. What? Yes. How, how is this okay? Like they were just giving bath salts out to people, like that. Like that's gonna be like you know, like when people talk about, yeah, they used to put cocaine in uh, Coca Cola. That's gonna be like, yo, they used to sell bath salts at every corner store in Alabama. Yeah, man. Yeah. So some of the blame goes that way, you know. Like it's, I don't. But I mean, like we gotta start talking about this shit. Like it's, oh, yeah. I don't. It's the user mentality of drugs. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, I don't also don't like that older people than us, like, uh, I guess Generation X, they talk about like, yeah, we were, uh, we were more so on the uh, dealer. We were never the user, like trying to victim blame people. Like y'all were fucking supplying the shit. Like, let's not yeah. act like y'all are morally superior to people just because you are selling the weed. I mean, not the weed, selling the drugs instead of yeah. taking the drugs. Let's not victim blame at this point. No. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Like, we. I mean, the, the other thing about it now that I, I think it makes it um, amplified is for the fact that everybody has. You know, social media, not I don't want to say social media, but ways of getting access to all these different things. No matter how much money you make, no matter where you are, you could be in the boondocks in the middle of nowhere. You could find wherever you're looking for yeah. in like 15 minutes. And, even-, and like, even back in the day, I mean, like for us to find marijuana, it, it took trying. Like, man, I can't find anything, you know. Or it's uh, a drought, you know? nigga. Yeah, you know, like, like- when you can find some, yeah. Like that was just crazy, and then like nowadays you ain't gotta worry about that. No matter what city you're in, you can find what you're looking for 
very, very easy. And the other thing is, and you that's don't, not safe. Yeah, exactly, because you don't know what you're taking. Exactly. Like you might be like even even marijuana. I mean, like, right. you don't know who's doing what with this. You know, they start lacing marijuana with fentanyl. Like you don't know that's, what. Why? Like, why? Why would you do that? So I mean, I don't know. It it's. I think we should take like not to hijack the loss of juice world, but I think we should start. I mean, we should have started this conversation before, after like even before Mac and yeah. everything. But I think now we need to address issues that Generation Z is mm-hmm. uh, is going through, especially because of millennials. Yeah, and they can't do it themselves. They need millennials to help resolve this and help you know build and get things back on path. I don't say back on path because we always been fucked up. But, you know, uh, going in the right direction, right? We have to be the um, we have to be the council that we needed when we were younger. Yeah. And yeah. Then, like we were like middle like middle aged millennials. So like yeah. we had pe- like our older sister is an older millennial but still they don't look at themselves as a millennial. She don't understand half the stuff we talk about. Right. And it's like, yeah. So, and and she, and she was part of, you know, like even like as we started becoming adults and stuff like that, she was young, you know, she's five years older than you, almost seven years older than me. Like she's not that far away from us, but as far as how, you know, times have changed. Yeah. And then five, I say five to seven years behind us. Like, I don't understand what they talking about, but when I, when I was student teaching, and I was like, yo, y'all ain't ready for these kids born around 2000, 2001. I, like, I met them. I met them. I know. <laughs> like, I knew what was coming. And all this shit has manifested itself. And it makes me feel sad. And nah, yeah. I, like, we, we got to look out for them. Yeah. No, I mean, they don't know what they're doing. And honestly, I mean, who's going to tell at, me at 21, me at 20, whatever it is. If somebody was like, hey, you need to calm down and get your life together. And like, lay fuck off this you old ass nigga. <laughs> I could handle myself, you know, like, like, yeah, you know, like. The bad nights we have had where, you know, uh, I drank too much or I smoked too much or X, Y, Z. Right. Like, I still got drunk the next day. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like. And then if somebody. These old people. And then, like, I remember times when people were like, Juice, maybe you're drinking too much. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, nigga. Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, Uh, I'm out here living my life. Y'all Mama motherfucking, no bitch. yeah. Like, like even that shit be like, yo, I ain't no fucking pussy. Like, <laughs> like be like, dude, you you passed out outside for hours. Like, no, nah, yeah, fuck that. Your face. <laughs> Think about it when you did pass out with the uh, the half frost on your face. You had a cigarette in your hand, man. and then when I woke you up, you're like, hey, can you like this? I'm like, no. Toxic gas, fucking shit. Yeah, we don't like, yo. We were, I, like, somebody. At, 
I, I had retweeted a thing earlier where somebody was like, um, it was a picture of the Sandlot where they have all the characters, and they're like, one day, everybody was outside playing, and nobody knew that was the last day they would all play together. Mm. And I, like, at first, I started thinking, like, man, that's how it was, like, in college, where we were all partying, and I'd be thinking, we were doing some fucked up shit. Yep. And yep, all over the city. And we reminisce on that shit like it wasn't fucking crazy as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, you're going to drive home. You might get there. You might not. All right. right. See you later. Are no. you good to drive? Probably not. All right, nigga. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> might want to light your cigarette before you go. Like, <laughs> hey, if you're going to go out, might as well smoke a whole bunch of uh, cancer sticks before you go. Yeah. But yeah, nah, it, it's just crazy. And like, going back to Juice World, man. He, it's crazy because so much potential and, and immediately when I heard it I thought about Triple X and yeah. I, I'm one of the very few people I feel like that listened to him before he died and was a super fan of him before he died especially and, an older person because that time I talked yeah. to Xavier he was like their generation that's their that's their pop yeah but oh, you, yeah. I remember you tried to put me on him I was like nah nigga I don't know bro he out there. He wilding. Yeah. I was like, dude, just do it. Just do it. And, I mean, it kind of goes back to, like, what you talk about him as far as blending of genres. Triple X did that, like, like, Question Mark, his album Question Mark, that was, like, it was a different level. Yeah. Like, he, like, the amount of people that gave him respect, you know, it was the J. Coles, it was, you know, the Kendricks, it was people all over the place saying, man, this dude is super talented, I'm gonna work with him. Hopefully, he gets his life on track. Hopefully, I can be a positive mentor to him. But if not, I'm gonna get these hits. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, but no, I mean, like, I I think it's gonna take millennials that are famous and influencing, being a positive impact on the younger, you know, generation that are popular and stuff like that with the music, with them. Uh, pop culture, whatever it is, and like, hey, uh, your mentors, you know, people look up to you. You got to start doing better and stop glorifying, you know, Percocet and X, you know, all these different crazy things that are out there and people are being exposed to. Now, now going back to the whole is future's fault, that Molly. <laughs> <laughs> That Molly Percocet shit was wild as fuck and was everywhere. Percocet. Molly Percocet. Like, the idea that you would make... That song was hard. You know how date... It was, and I'm probably going to listen to it after we get done talking, but that shit is (laughs) dangerous as fuck, bro. Like, you're just, like... You can just see, like, a pharmacist just, like, jiggling a a bottle of pills and just be like, yo, this is my shit. (laughs) Like, hey man, I'm selling these like hotcakes now. Yo, uh, thanks, Future. <laughs> you know, yeah, I bet pill manufacturers were like their sales went up immediately because Pfizer was probably dope as fuck. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, they were pump- like, bonuses for everybody. <laughs> I hope we fuck up in paradise. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, like even I said before, Future. Other artists did that, talking about, you know, these these drugs and stuff like that. You said Kid Cudi. I mean, they talked about it, but it was more in a depressing sense. 
Right. Future it wasn't there something. About, I'm partying tonight. Yeah, I'm fucking bitches. Like, yeah. he's like, yo, this is just the life. Like, yeah, y'all missing out. At we least King Cuddy was right. like de- uh, depressed and suicidal on top of it. Be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be just like this nigga. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm stay my distance. Even like here. now, even like with the Juice World thing, where people are talking about the line where he talked about what's the 27 Club, we ain't living past 21, and people are like, oh, like doing that shit. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm that fucked up person that I always knew all the members of the 27 Club, mm-hmm. and I idolized those people. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like, yo, Hendrix was out here uh, slitting uh, like holes in his head so he could do acid. Mm-hmm. Like Kurt Cobain was out here doing heroin, all this other shit, like. Yeah. It's that rock star lifestyle might not make it. I understand mm-hmm. that's part of culture, but we can't act like that's a brand new phenomenon. It's not. I just, it's just crazy because these kids are so talented. They have so much potential. Right. So much. And they appeal to so many different audiences. And now we're just like, what could have been? Which is. Yep. And there's too many of them. You know, like for I feel like for us, I feel like um, for generations ahead of us, they they had you know a few yeah. that, that came through. There were oh my god, they could have been Tupac, Biggie. Uh, we got people dropping like flies nowadays, which is crazy because like our literal generation, we didn't lose many people. Nipsey is kind of the only person within our immediate generation that we've lost that we felt that. Yeah. Like, we grew up with the Biggies and the Pox and the Puns and the people, no. the Big L's. But yeah. of our generation, all of our generational talent is still here for the most part. Mm-hmm. We still have Kendrick, we have Drake, we have Cuddy, which is amazing. Nice. <laughs> that was right. the one. Cuddy yeah. has made it, and that shit is crazy as fuck. Yeah, he got nine lives, man. And I hope he lives to be a hundred and fifteen. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, he out there. But that, like, we have been lucky. Mm-hmm. But this next generation is—they're not as lucky as us. It's, it's too dangerous out there now. And Mac, well, Mac was our what? Well, Mac was a little bit younger than us, but he's still a millennial. Yeah. So yeah. so we lost Mac, we but lost he, Nipsey. You know, he got he Mac, I mean, he was so popular so young. Right. And he was hanging out with all these older people that were glorifying X, Y, and Z. <laughs> right. But yeah, we gotta get this shit together for the next generation at least. Um Yeah. We we all play a part in that. Right. Um, thanks. Yeah, no problem, man. Um shout out to my old lady, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to wifey. Uh, yeah, she in the hotel with the two dogs, living a life. Close on the house on Friday. Come visit me in Lubbock. Yeah, I'm gonna come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm about to go to uh five days a week, so I'm gonna have nice. like two days. I don't know what our schedule is gonna be, but yeah, yeah. so I should That's be able to come hang. Yeah. Um. 
and I might be uh, going up to like Denver and stuff like that periodically, and you know, uh, Ryan's over in Austin or close to Austin, so it's a few places within driving distance of here. You know, five six hours. So. Right. We should have some stuff to do from time to time, and I don't know. Vegas birthday next summer, thirty thirty turn up. But yeah. <laughs> I'm down But I'll holler at you Alright Appreciate Bye. it Yes sir Bye So thank you guys for tuning in today To Suburban Pod If you would like to follow me on Twitter You can find me at Curvy Brown Girl And you can find me at A Kid Named Juice some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.